The Evolution Channel is sponsored by Eternal Gold Beauty, the most advanced skincare line in the world. Awaken your skin to aging in reverse at eternalgoldbeauty.com today. You're listening to The Frequency of Creativity with Melinda Har-Curley. Hello, this is Melinda Har-Curley with The Evolution Channel, and you're listening to The Frequency of Creativity. I am so excited to be hosting this podcast, and this is the debut episode. In this series, I'll be exploring the energetics of art. And I'm really interested in how energy is expressed in form. So in this series, we'll be looking at different artists and different genres of art and how they capture energy and imbue that energy into their art and how you as a viewer of the art are able to tap into that frequency and then how that frequency can open you up to higher levels of awareness. The best example I can think of this is one of my favorite artists is Jackson Pollock. When uh, Pollock first started out in the 1940s and the 1950s, um, his art wasn't really taken seriously at first. And most of you know Pollock and his drip paintings. And what he does is he lays a canvas, a huge canvas out on the floor And he pours paint directly from a large paint can. So he'll walk around the canvas just dripping this paint. And when he's done and you look at his painting, you may think, oh, that's just a random painting that Pollock just dripped paint on. And at first, that's the reaction that he got. And then over time, you realize that there is a structure to this randomness. And a physicist, and his name is Richard Taylor, did computer analysis of the painting and did computer imaging. And he found that Pollock's paintings held fractal geometry. And what fractal geometry is, is like a Russian nesting doll. So fractal geometry is patterning that changes. And so he found that this patterning mimicked nature. So I'll quote from Richard Taylor. If someone asked, can I have nature put onto a piece of canvas? The best example there has ever been is Pollock's 1948's number 14. So what fascinates me and what we'll be looking at in this series are how did Pollock connect uh, with this energy and how did he create this certain patterning by just walking around a canvas and pouring paint on it? And how, as a viewer, do you intuitively recognize this patterning and perhaps not at the conscious level. So these are the kind of questions I'll be asking in the series. These are 
the, the things that we'll be exploring. So I hope you join me on this adventure of exploring the energetics of art. Now today, in this very first episode, I chose Jules Arnaz to be my first guest because Jules perfectly embodies the frequency of creativity. Welcome, Jules. Thank you, Melinda. I'm so excited about this show in this series and just I'm just so drawn in by everything that you just said. I'm like, I want to know more. I want to know more. (laughs) I can feel the vastness of everything that you're saying. And there's just so much evolution within it. And uh, like you said, it's taking something that's unconscious and bringing it into the consciousness and how we can use that to really better our lives. Um, So I'm really excited to not only talk about your art and your expression of energy, but uh, hearing about others as well. Thank you, Jules. And I think before we dive in more to uh, how Jules, in my opinion, is on the fast track of creation, this is a good time to take a short break. And Jules, before we do, can you please tell us where we can find out more about you? Oh, well, gosh, you know, I think just go to the Evolution channel that you're on and listen to all our great podcasts and other hosts that we have there. And then if you want to just become a bigger part of the community, go to eternalfrequency.co and join our private Facebook group. Thanks, Melinda. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. More with Jules on her fast track to creation. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our Superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Welcome back to Jules Arnaz. And Jules, we talked so much, I didn't have a chance to share with the listeners your bio, which I think is really important. In the three years that I've known you, you've created the first high-frequency skincare line, which you just spoke about, Eternal Gold, the DQ program, which stands for Dermal Expression Cellular Upgrade, own codes that is a process of reprogramming our DNA. And you a year ago started your own podcast here on Superpower Experts, Cosmic Consciousness. And in your first year, you had over 2 million downloads, which is amazing. And now you're launching this evolution channel. My question is, how do you do all of this? (laughs) You know, I think it's one of those things where the energy pattern of that vastness is always there and we say yes to it. And then we continue to just listen to the next yes or the intuitive guidance, the divine guidance that comes in. 
And I think that's just a really fun way of creating because we don't always know where it's going to go, but we just say yes, because we get that intuitive hit, do this, now do this, now do that. And that is how I have just really dedicated my life, especially in these last six years. And I'm going to say once I actually stepped in to committing myself to living in that space, everything changed and everything became magical. And that everything you said perfectly aligns with art, perfectly aligns with the example I gave of Jackson Pollock and just all of the artists that I really admire that like Alexander Calder, Juan Miro, Gerhard Richter, all the artists that we'll be talking about in this whole series, I feel that there's a similar resonance to what you just said, that to be a very successful artist, and by successful, I mean, is to connect with your own energy and be able to express your own unique energy in your own unique form. And in the frequency of creativity, we'll be looking through the lens of art and how artists, and not only individual artists, but genres of art, like African art, uh, prehistoric art. Uh, there are so many examples of indigenous art. And what you just address, how do you exist at that level of frequency, at that level of creativity, and funnel that into form. And, you know, I want to just turn that question around and just point it right back at you because your art is, first of all, amazing. And it just gives me chills every time I look at a piece of your art. And I think that the energy is there. Everyone can feel it and everyone can connect to it. But then what you're doing is you're taking that to the next level. And it's like, well, how are you connecting to that energy or that frequency? And then how do you bring that frequency into the expression of art? So I'm just going to turn the question and just put it right back at you. I'm not even sure I can answer that. Um, I think, and that's one of the reasons I'm having this show because it's such a huge question And to me, it's such a mystery and it's what fascinates me and interests me. And I think artists connect with an energy and probably most of us on an unconscious level and we're not even aware of how we are connecting with the energy. And for me, how it starts is My art studio is a chestnut log cabin in a state forest, in Rothrock State Forest. And I paint outside. I'm in the middle of the woods. My easel is a stump that I put in front of a tree and I prop my easel up in front of the tree. And I'm surrounded by nature. I'm by a stream, I'm by evergreens, I'm by old growth deciduous trees, I'm by ferns. And before I paint, I take the time out to really be quiet 
And I have a whole bed of pine needles. So I'll sit on this bed of pine needles and I'll just be quiet. And I'll just look at the stream. I'll look at how the sun filters through the leaves. Or if it's a cloudy day, the formation of the clouds. And in that time, I feel like I'm really aligning myself with nature. And it's gotten to the point, I can't paint in a studio anymore. I can't do it. I feel too cut off. And I am so synchronized with the frequency and the organicness of nature that that's where I feel comfortable painting and that's where I paint. And in starting this series and you asking me this question, I'm just really starting to try to pause and really look at that connection and how do I connect? And what I just talked about helps foster that connection. And it's me acclimating to my environment and matching my energy with nature and painting from that place. So the question that's coming to me as you're speaking is because I can feel the frequency of where you're talking about. And it's almost like this, this frequency comes in and it just clicks and it's like, okay, well now we're going to bring that into expression. And the word that's coming to me is being in the zone. So at that point, you're not thinking about what you're painting anymore. You're painting from that frequency. And I think that that's a really big difference between thinking about a painting and then just becoming the painting or allowing it to flow through. So tell me what that feels like to you when you're, when you're in that space is, are there times that you pull out of it and go into the thinking or do you stay in that zone until the painting is completed? The best way I can answer that question. um, And being an artist, I, I just, you know, look at so many different forms of art and I'm an abstract artist. So I'm drawn to abstract art. And right now, my muse is Gerhard Richter. And Gerhard Richter, uh, some consider him our greatest living painter. And he uses a technique or a process where he uses a squeegee. So imagine this squeegee, and my paintings are four and five feet square. So imagine a squeegee that is four feet long. And you can go on, on the internet and Google Gerhard Richter, R-I-C-H-T-E-R, and there are videos of him painting. And so you he applies paint to the canvas and then pulls this, and his are like eight feet, eight foot long squeegee, and just pulls the squeegee down the canvas, then applies more paint and goes across the canvas. And I have fallen in love with this process because it's through the process that I connect with the frequency and it takes me out of my mind. So no, I am not in my mind. I am fully embodied in the process, in the pain, 
and actually in my body because it is physical work to get a four foot squeegee and pull it down over the painting, to pull it across the painting, to add more painting. And even I lay all of the paint out on a huge white sheet on the ground beside me. And I don't think what color I want. It's all intuitive. So, and as you spoke earlier in your process of creativity, I have no idea where this is going. None. And I love that part of the process because that's the fun of it. That's the adventure of it. I have no idea where this is going. And I follow the painting. The painting leads the process. So when I feel in my body that I need to add another pain, I'll just look at the paints and I'll, my body will direct me to what paint to choose or paints and just continuing with the process. So this squeegee process keeps me embodied and keeps me in the process and keeps me out of my mind. That's beautiful. So I also know something really unique about you, uh, Melinda, is that you write poetry with your paintings. So I'm curious if that poetry comes in afterwards when you're absorbing the frequency of the completion of the product, or is it you kind of know what the poem is and then you write from that frequency? Um, I it has to be absolutely after the painting is done because I have no idea what the painting is about. I have absolutely no idea. And it's only after the painting is finished and that I'm in the space with the painting. It's only then I have the understanding and that, that I have any clue, any idea or the understanding of what I was doing on any level because I'm so engrossed in the process. I have no idea what I'm doing, none. And it's afterwards and that I need to just sit in that space with the painting. Do I understand? And I go, oh my goodness, is that what it's about? And poetry is a really important part of the process for me because it's one thing to look at the painting and understand what I was doing. Then it takes me deeper into the understanding when I write out or I verbalize and put into words what the painting is about. So that last step of poetry to me gives me a really full understanding and I hope for the viewer helps give them an understanding as well so that they're not only visually looking at the painting, they feel the energy of the painting, and then they're interacting with the words that gives a whole le different level of understanding and through the visual, through the energetic connection, through the poem, it gives a whole dimensional experience of the painting. And that's what I'm interested in. 
Oh, that's beautiful. So what that what that brought up to me is that, you know, the frequency came through and then the poetry is reading the frequency and then putting it into a conscious understanding. And I just like reflecting that into ohm codes and DQ, because that's what we do with that as well as we connect to a frequency pattern, we read the frequency pattern, the person becomes aware of the frequency pattern. And then, you know, we have our own experience of what that is. So it's, it's conscious evolution is what it is. It's bringing something that is in the abstract and then bringing it into conscious awareness to where we can shift within that frequency if we choose to. So I absolutely love that. Uh, Would you like to read your poem from your um, You Are an Illusion painting? Okay. And after the podcast to the listeners, uh, a copy of my painting will be in the episode notes that you could look at if you choose to. So the type, and this painting is um, done with the squeegee method. The painting is four feet by four feet. And the title of the painting is You Are an Illusion. The poem is You Are an Illusion of Yourself, of the Linear Line, you may perceive yourself to be limited and lacking. That is not real. That does not exist anywhere in the sphere of your radiant self. Let's just take a moment to feel that. Oh, I just got chills just went right down through my spine. And of course I can see the painting right now from where I'm at and it's so interesting how you can look at a painting and have your your experience within it, but then adding those words and seeing the painting in the frequency of your words, it completely takes on a higher evolution. So thank you for, for having, and I rec- strongly recommend whoever's listening out there, go look at this painting and listen to Melinda's words. It's, it changes everything. You're brilliant. Well, so are you. I'm reflecting that back to you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So beautiful. Well, Melinda, gosh, you've, you've talked so much about how amazing this podcast is going to be. And, um, you know, there's just like all these questions that are coming to me and I feel like a lot of what you're experiencing is what so many of us experience when we tap into the divine and just to let the divine to flow through us. But the other question that's coming to me is what is the rest, what does your life look like outside of your artwork? And do you have that sensation of that flow in other parts of your life? And do you use those experiences to be expressed in other parts of your life? More and more. Um, I started painting about 10 years ago. I first was a poet. And then in order to be a better poet, I started to paint. And then I fell in love with the, with the physicality of painting, with using my body And so I switched to painting and 
that is my home. That for me is the true expression of my creativity is abstract painting. And the, over these past 10 years, when I've embodied the painting, it now has expanded to other parts of my life. And I find that in my everyday reality, I am more in flow, that I am in a higher frequency, that I can see more options. Like if we're in a situation where we have to make a decision or look at options, I feel that painting has opened up my awareness, has opened up my vision that has practical everyday uh, applications. I feel that I'm not as stressed. I feel that I'm not as anxious. And I feel that I'm more grounded in nature. And I walk every day in nature um, because I love it. And it's just, uh, you know, I used the word before, grounding, but that word describes best how painting has brought me both to a grounding in nature and also a grounding in my higher self that brings me to a higher level of enjoyment of my overall life. And as you were talking, the next question that's coming to me is, you know, I know you've been in DQ and now you're in own codes and I'm curious to, as you've been stepping into the repro, cause you could talk about how that your body is such a big part of your painting. And when we're working with cellular intelligence, it's changing the expression of our body. And I'm curious if that expression has changed as you've dove dove deeper into reprogramming your cellular expression. Absolutely. And that's why I keep signing up for every (laughs) class you offer because the DQ, the own codes that directly impacts me and affects me and changes me and brings me to a higher level of awareness, and I directly transfer that awareness into my painting. So as I evolve as a person, my paintings evolve as well. And the spiritual practices, the hikes in the woods, the meditation, that is the most important These are the most important things that I can do to be the best painter and artist that I can be. And for me, they're so much more important than technique because as I become more truly who I am, then I can express my unique energy in my paintings. And I feel that the most successful painters are those that are able to express their uniqueness. 
like Jackson Pollock that I just spoke about, like Gerhardt Rector, like Juan Miro, like Alexander Calder, all of these artists that I so admire and that we'll explore uh, in this podcast, um, and not even in art, but I just feel it's everyone's goal and joy to be uniquely and truly who they are and express that through whatever form or way that they choose to express that. So beautiful. And and I think you just, you said it's like even those that are listening that maybe aren't artists or that have a passion for art, but don't fully understand it is take everything that we just talked about and bring it into your own unique expression. You know, for me, it's, it's a, a organic frequency based skincare line. And then it's uh, the DQ expression and changing your DNA coding. I mean, it's all an expression of that space of where we tap into the divine within and then go into that place of the listening and then allowing it to just come into whatever form that is. And that's the beauty about of the evolution channel is that we're going to have that be different in every show that is here. And you can get something out of it, regardless if you're even interested in art, because what's behind that is still the same frequency. It's the evolution of consciousness. It's the evolution of mankind. It's about tapping into the spirit within and allowing that to shine brightly. So I'm just so excited to see where this goes and to, you know, it feels like this place of self-discovery, but also discovery of things that people don't really think about when it comes to art and about, you know, where is that energy coming from and how is it being expressed here and all of those really fun places to discover and that explore, discover, those are all the words that are coming to me. Well, and just what you alluded to, Jules, how art has so many applications in your life and how art by entering the art first through the physical beauty of art. And then within that physical beauty of art is an energy and to tap in and to resonate and to connect with that energy that is then able to lead you to higher levels of awareness, to insight, to perception, to expanded vision which we talked about earlier, has applications in your life. If you're an accountant, what are creative ways that you can solve this tax problem? Uh, If you're an architect and you need to have a staircase in a special area, what are all the possibilities? Uh, If you're an, and my daughter's a chemical engineer, How can she look at ways to combine these different chemicals in unique combinations? Uh, My son is a, a financial analyst. How are different ways that he can look at investments? Um, So there are so many practical applications to higher awareness and expanded vision 
that art can open you up to. So fun. I, I cannot wait to continue listening to the brilliance that is just waiting to come in. So uh, thank you, Melinda, for just bringing in and listening to your intuitive guidance and, and presenting it through the expression of this podcast. Jules, thank you so much. But before we close, tell us one last time where we can find you. Oh, you're so sweet. So uh, I think the best place to go is to just either go to eternalgoldbeauty.com or join our private Facebook group where we do free readings, we do free teachings. It's eternalfrequency.co. Jules, just what a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for being my first guest on this debut episode. And the listeners, thank you so much for listening to this first episode. And I hope you'll join us on this adventure of the frequency of creativity. If you're interested in viewing more of my paintings, Paintings, the Frequency of Light, please go to my website at melindaharcurley.com. And until next time, be your light in the world and beyond. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.